Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today on the show, we have a special guest. One of the guys I probably have known for over well over 10 years. A good friend, person who works hard for what he does, and just a beautiful person inside out. Today I'm introduction introducing my main man Evan. How you doing? Hey Aaron, thank you for having me. It's nice to be on a uh, podcast. Um, just to give a brief history about uh, my upbringing, where I come from. Grew up in West Baltimore, Maryland. Two parent home, three brothers. Um, parents weren't rich, but you know, they were able to provide for us. I was privileged to go to uh, one of the prestigious Catholic high schools in Baltimore, Maryland. Calvert Hall College. Uh, a lot of well-known people came from uh, came from out of there. Um, played football. Uh, I wasn't very, you know, uh, academic type of guy, but I played football, and I thought that was just going to get me past. So, 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 not interrupting you. What made you want to go to a private school? I mean, let's just start with that private school. What I mean. Would you think your parents were crazy for sitting there, or did you want to go there? Well, um, my older brother went there, so I was like, I looked up to him a lot, and I saw what he was doing athletically there. So I was like, why not go out there and, and stand out, you know, with my athletic talents, you know? So I spent one, actually spent one year at uh, City College because I didn't get in my first try. So I... Uh, then my sophomore year, I tested in and I was able to go there. Well, let me give everybody a little background if you're not from Baltimore. Uh, explain about City College. So explain how Baltimore school systems you test to get into certain ones, public schools. So silly, City College, I believe, you know, they have a, a little test, a little, you know, easy exam between them and Poly, Polytechnic High School. But with the uh, Catholic schools, you take a Catholic schools test. Um through the Archdiocese of uh, Baltimore and you take a test and you can choose out of three schools and it's almost like college or whatever. So you have to fill out the application, write an essay, um, tell them why you want to go there. And then you go take the, uh, take the, uh, the test or whatever. And then like in about like April, April of every year, they send out the acceptance letters and you have about 60 days to uh, let them know if you want to go there or whatever. But yeah, it's a, it's a pretty unique process, you know, and I, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to go to the school. Okay, so, all right, so we got a little background about that. So you got into Calvert Hall your sophomore year of high school. Yep. And what's going through your minds at this point? You're predominantly, probably only, you're a minority at the school. You're at mm-hmm. a private school. What's going through your mind? All boys school at that also. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, coming from going, coming from city, which was, uh, co-ed and going to Calvert Hall. And I'm like, it's going to be like a huge difference just being around dudes all day. And like, you wonder like, it's going to be like a whole bunch of horny dudes, you know, wanting to do this and that, but no, it's, it's actually, you build a brotherhood and that's what we built there. It's like a big brotherhood. So I'm like, it was an amazing experience and I will recommend for anyone to go, uh, you build relationships. Like I, I know friends that are like entrepreneurs now in the police department, uh, in the NFL, like uh, coach, like head coaches in different areas and, you know, in athletics. So like, I mean, it's amazing. Um, 
you sh- I, I recommend it for any parent to send their kid to Catholic school. All right. So tell me, uh, sophomore year, how'd it go? So sophomore year, I, I come, I'm coming in. The biggest um, nervous area that I had was I was kind of nervous about the, uh, the academics. I was really nervous about them. Like, how would I fit in? But little did I know that the school had like different skill levels. So they had basic, which I was in. They had regular moving at a kind of like a faster pace, which they, and they had honors, AP and so on and so forth. So my first year, I was like kind of struggling with the academics. I failed religion. I believe my religion and English my first year. Listen, don't feel bad. I, I went to, <laughs> back when I was younger, I went to a, Catholic school and religion. I hated that subject. Yeah. So don't yeah. feel bad. I, I only thing I knew was Ten Commandments. <laughs> so so don't feel bad. So go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I failed religion and um, English. So I had to go to summer school. Past summer school. Wait a minute. Wait, tell out talk. There's summer school for religion. Yes, they they had summer school for religion. You'll be surprised. And actually, in my religion class. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of women would know her. Her name was Angel McCautry. Um, played basketball down St. Francis. Uh, went on to play for Louisville. And went on to... Uh, actually, she's in the WNBA and is an entrepreneur down in Atlanta. And she's doing very well for herself and doing good things down there. Uh, she was actually in the religion class with me. <laughs> so I, I didn't feel so bad, you know, knowing that I failed it, knowing that she was in there with me. So, you know, I didn't feel bad at all. Okay, so so you did the summer school, past religion, junior year. What's going on? Junior year, um, I believe I failed something. I think I failed either math or something. That I had to do. no, you know what? I didn't fail anything because if I failed uh, something else, I would ha- I would have got gotten kicked out. So junior year, you know, I went in there. I, I handled business. I mean, I didn't have the best grades, but you know. I handled business. Uh, that was kind of my coming out year, athletically and academically. Uh, you know, I did pretty well in the classroom. I think the lowest grade I got that year probably was a C or something like that. And I excelled on the athletic field. You know, I did my thing. Uh, first game of the year, um, had two picks to start off. Um, actually, I played against a guy. Um, I can't remember his. I remember his last name offhand. And he, but he played. Ended up playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves for a little while. And he went to Villanova for um, for basketball. Last name was Cunningham. So he was like six six. Dante heard- Cunningham. What? <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly that Dante Cunningham. Yep. Right. And he went to St. John's. We played St. John's our first year. Um, he. I was I was playing them. I was playing a man to man, playing them tight, and it was like a real close game. And they threw a fade to him. Mind you, I'm only like five nine, five ten at the time. I go out, but I had a mean vert. My vert was um, out of this world. So me and him going up for the jump ball, and I caught it. I believe I still have a picture to this day of that interception, but. Me and him going up uh, for the jump ball, and I got the jump ball, and I'm like, I'm super pumped. Mind you, it's like one of them days we had a turf field. It was like, had to be like, oh my gosh, probably like 115 on the field. And I'm like, we like all cramping up or whatever. But that was one, that was, I knew it was, that was going to be my coming out year after that first game. I had a pretty good year that year. So, as far as academics wise, how did, the education, how did they help you out outside of football field as far as academics? 
Oh man, it just prepared, prepared you for the real world, to be honest with you. Um, and I, at the time, I, to be honest with you, I thought I was a little playboy. I thought I was just going to get all these D1 scholarships and be able to go wherever I, you know, wanted to. But... So this is junior. This junior, okay. yeah. So you know, I really didn't. I really didn't. I never really took my academics seriously as seriously as I, you know, should have. And that would cause that kind of would cause me, you know, to kind of, you know, not get where I wanted to athletically because I, you know, I fouled up on my academics. Now, did you say were you ever suspended during a season time? Uh, never or? was. Never was suspended. Okay, no, never academic, was no suspended. academic probation, nothing nope. like that at, at Calvert. Okay, never was suspended, but. They did, uh, my counselor did pull me in and they put me in like a study group. Um, and my, I think my study group person was Mark Amatucci, who's, who's a w- very well-known basketball coach in the, uh, the Baltimore area. Uh, the matter of fact, our basketball coach is named after him and he coached at Loyola for a brief minute and he ha- actually has a book out right now. Um, but he was a, he was a very great guy. I mean, he was mean as I ever on a basketball court. But if you sit down and have a conversation with him, you know he'll tell you about life. And he's a very good guy, very good guy. So your junior, as most people view it, is your most important year for college. That's academically and um, athletically. So junior year comes, goes. Your grades are so so, but you're doing great on the field. Yep. Okay. So what happens? Any any offers at the end of junior year? Anything going on at that point? Um no offers after my junior year. Um, but I did end up going to a place uh in State College, Pennsylvania, uh, Penn State. And I went to a I was invited to a Nike camp. Went there, did pretty well. Um, it is it's crazy. It was like I got this thing in the mail from Princeton. I was like, Princeton? What did he want with me? Like, they literally did, you know, like, my academics is trash. <laughs> like, what did they want with me? Like, come on now. Like, as like, soon as they see my transcript, they're going to be like, oh, no, we can't do nothing with them. But um, so that was the uh, spring of my junior year. I went to the, uh, the Nike All-America camp. And, I mean... <sighs> I really struggled. I really struggled towards the end of the year, my junior year with the academics and stuff, but I managed to pull through. Um, academics never was my strong suit. Now, like I say, I reiterate. I thought always thought the athletics was going to get me my get me by, but I was absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong with that. So we're going into your senior year. Football season is upon you. What's going through your mind? Replaying that. How this? How did academics and athletics? How what was going on there? Okay, senior year, um, I knew that I had to, to get some stuff together with my academics. You know, I had to take my AC, uh, SATs and ACTs. So I'm just I entered the year just focused, ready to go. You know, I'm putting more work in on the field. I'm trying to put work in in the uh, classroom. Um. I th- believe I had, you know, five or six classes that year. Um, one was actually with my head football coach, uh, which was psychology. And this is a story that anybody will <laughs> will cooperate if you talk to them. So we had a paper due, and I literally went into our learning resource center and looked at other people's papers, and I literally copied and pasted 
their papers and put my paper together and like turned it in. And probably about a week, uh, maybe maybe like a couple days later, I'll say, we had lecture and my head coach was started talking about the papers. And he said, I know a lot of you people in here didn't put no work into these papers. I know a lot of you people in here copied off other papers. And he looks at me and I turn around, look at it, like, who are you talking about? I'm like, I put work into my paper knowing damn well that I didn't put no not one piece of work into my paper knowing that I pretty much plagiarized my paper. So I get my paper back and it was like a, a, a F. And I'm like, oh, man, he was talking about me. So I felt kind of bad. But I ended up passing psychology. Um, I guess he felt, you know, felt as though he owed it to me because he did a lot of crazy things, you know, during that season, you know, that kind of screwed us over. So I guess he owed it to me. So, yeah. So at that point, you um, finished your football season. Uh, any Any offers? What do you think about going to school? What happens next? So it was no offers, but it was a lot of interest. And I kind of met, I, I really, I think I really messed it up because our uh, starting quarterback ended up going to Syracuse, your alma mater. <laughs> so um, I was supposed to work out with him because the Syracuse uh, recruiter had came down. They wanted to see me work out with him, but I, I blew it off or whatever. Cause I'm like, I'm not getting no scholarship from Syracuse. Um, I'm like, what I'm going out here working out for? I'm not getting no scholarship from Syracuse. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not going. So I didn't go. And the next day, and like, they told me, like, why didn't you go, you know, work out? Like, you know, the Syracuse scout, you know, he wanted to see you. He's, I was like, man, they wasn't going to go get me no, no, no uh, scholarship. He's like, you don't know that? Like, I'm like, and I thought to myself, like, I should have really went to work out. I'm like, I'm stupid. But um, I was getting looks from Buffalo, the University of Buffalo. Uh, I was getting looks from Wesley College, the, the college that I actually ended up going to. And a couple, a couple of other schools that I can't name. Well, Maine, Maine. I was getting looks at from. I was getting looks from Maine, and a couple of other schools I couldn't, can't really remember. I was looks from. So it's crazy. Like when you look back at that situation, and this could be what you've been saying all along in the pod. Your ticket out. Your ticket. Your new meal ticket out. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest here. It probably could have been. You know what? You didn't know if the school was going to give you a scholarship. But I'm thinking, if you worked out, the word would have got around. Looking back at it, possibly, yeah. that they got a guy who could catch the ball. We can't offer him a scholarship, but right. somebody else cannot. So, you know, I guess I guess hindsight is twenty twenty when we look at it. Back. Yeah. So, okay. So, we you're graduating from high school. Your parents, your family, they're excited. What happens next? So, I ended up signing with Wesley College, who was one of the one of the best uh three schools out there. Where is Wesley College for our listeners? Wesley uh, College is in Dover, Delaware, right near Delaware, Dell State and um, Dover Downs and, and all that stuff. Um, I ended up signing with Wesley College. Um, one of the be- one of the better the D3 football teams out there. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't, that wasn't what I really, my heart, my, to be honest with you, my heart wasn't really in it. I was like, why am I even going here? I'm wasting my time. I should be going elsewhere. I'm like, I'm wasting talent. You know, what am I going here for? So you probably get there in the summertime, correct? Yeah, got there in the summer. Okay, so you took classes in the summer 
no classes in the summer. I didn't have to take any classes in the summer because I actually ended up passing all my classes for okay. my senior year. So I ended up, I lucked up with that one. So I didn't have to take any uh, summer classes. Only time, I believe I arrived there probably early August for football camp, for training camp. Okay. So how was training camp? How did it go? Oh, man. Um, I, I can honestly say I was prepared for it because like the, uh, the test that we took, like, you know, as far as like physicals and everything, I was already doing that in high school. So I'm like, it's kind of easy to me or whatever, but it's kind of more intense, you know, being on the college level. So like I, we had to do like, what is it? Three, 300 yard shuttles. Now those things are the devil, literally. <laughs> um, so we had to do three of those and like literally everybody hanging their head over the fence, throwing up. And like it was crazy. It was very intense. But got through that. Um practice started. It's like I mean, coming from a place where it's the, like pretty much you're pretty much known and you're a star and like having to humble yourself, like I'm like, why I'm not starting, like I'm not even second string. I was third string. I was like, I'm not third string. I, I got more talent than some of these guys. Why am I third string? So I'm like, some of these guys, you know, they've been in the, been in the program for a while. I'm like, but I got to take the back seat to these guys, you know, because they've been they've been loyal to the coach. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'll take back seat for a little while and see how everything goes. So sticking with football, how does the season go? Do you play at all? What happens? Um, <laughs> that's crazy. I actually like, man, it I ended up like stop going to practice like maybe like eight games or so in and like one game i was like man I'm like i'm not getting up and going to the game i'm gonna be sitting on my sidelines the whole game so that game that i didn't show up to uh they were looking for me on the sidelines put me in the game because we were blowing them out so bad i was like oh now you know i'm sitting there like at the um in the end zone or whatever and i hear him evan where's evan where's evan i was like oh God, let me get out of here because I know I didn't show up for the game. I was like, and I know the coach going to chew me out once, you know, he find out I didn't show up for the game. I was like, golly. So that happens. All right, so that's gate allow. Now we're going to go backwards a little bit. Academics. What's going on with you academically? Um, was taking about four, maybe five classes. Uh, you know, you always start. I started off strong you know, going to these classes, you know, and then like, I'm like, oh man, you know, I started getting involved in the party life, drinking, and I'm like, oh, and I had, now I set myself up for failure. And I say that because I was setting myself up, you know, I wasn't going to sleep till like three and four o'clock in the morning. And I had eight, eight o'clock classes like every day, like every morning, like getting up is like eight o'clock classes. So I set myself up for failure with that. Like, to any young person that might be listening, never, ever take 8 o'clock class, classes. Stay at the worst. And, like, knowing if you're going to stay up at night, at least make it, like, 10 or 11 o'clock. Like, I'm like, that was the worst thing I could have ever done to myself. I really set myself up for failure with that. So, you got classes. you starting to party. You're really enjoying the college lifestyle at this point. you skipping football. This doesn't look like a good situation happening here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really engaged into the college life and I'm like, you know, partying, mingling with women and like just having fun and really like enjoying my college experience and not taking it seriously. And I'm like, 
yeah, I'm I'm here to party. I'm like, I'm not here to learn. I'm like, I don't care. I can fail. I, I'll fail this semester. I'll just make it up next semester. No, no, no. It don't work like that. And I'm like, man, I'm just having a good old time. Parents coming up, giving me money and stuff like that. Got food in the refrigerator. Got booze. Man. So, so after you finish your first semester, what happens? So after I finish my first semester, you know, I go home, pack my stuff up. And so I get a ring and somebody rings our doorbell and it's a certified letter. And I had to sign for one. I was like, Wesley, I'm like, what's, this, what's this about? And it was like, it read like, uh, dear Mr. Williams, sorry to inform you, but we're going to, uh, you're going to put you on academic uh, probation, meaning that you're not allowed to uh, uh, come back, you know, until you take the following classes, at like six, uh, like six credits or whatever to uh, get readmitted into the university. I was like, what? I was like, what is this about? I was like, oh my gosh. It like, But they offered me a chance to appeal it and tell them what was going on at that time and why I wasn't able to pass my classes or whatever. Because I literally failed like all my classes except for one. And the one that I didn't fail was business. And I got like a C in that. I mean, I, I mean, I, I knew it was coming and I didn't think that I, they were going to kick me out or whatever, but I was acting. When I got that letter, I was hurt. I was hurt. So right now, you get a letter in the mail to recap and they tell you you are academically ineligible. Uh, you can't go to school anymore there or you can appeal it. What do you do? What did you do at this point? At that point, um, so I appealed it. Uh, took a ride out with my parents and everything to the university. Uh, sat before the uh, academic review board, telling them what was going on in my life at the time, why I wasn't I wasn't able to focus, you know, and stuff like that. They heard me out, and they came back with a uh, with a verdict on what they were going to do. And they told me like, no, just go home, take six credits and we uh and reapply and we all let you back in. So at that time, like genuinely, I was hurt. I was hurt. My and I my mother was also hurt. She cried and I would think I was, I had cried. I was very upset with myself and I'm like, what did I do? You know? So at this point, where does one go? You basically kicked out of school academically, playing football. That ticket's closed. Mm-hmm. So, and you're 18 or 19 at this point? Uh, 18, I believe. I was 18. So possibly now you could become a statistic. Mm-hmm. And basically, things are crazy. What we're going to do is we're going to have a part two to this story to find out what happened. I, I don't know, but he's here right now, and um, we'll talk about it. And next pod, have a good one. Stay tuned.